Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message entitled, The Resurrection. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will continue to bring us a message on which the whole Christian faith revolves, and that is on whether or not the Lord Jesus Christ has truly risen. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14, that if Christ is not risen, then our faith is in vain. But as any true believer will tell you, Jesus Christ is alive. He saves, and he makes all the difference in one's life. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. In 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 1, Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, he says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Now watch this carefully. And that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. In order for us to examine the evidence, we've got to stop and think for a second, what is the way to approach this evidence? Uh, an archaeological dig isn't going to work because if Christ is raised from the dead, then you're not going to find his body. Now, they believe that they know what tomb it was he was buried in, and I, I believe that's probably accurate because things like that are, are easy to determine and keep track of, and it was a large, above-ground stone tomb. And yet, to do an archaeological dig and find the bones of Christ would be impossible. The way you need to look at it is you need to put the shoe on the other foot. You think of the Lord Jesus Christ as a historical figure. There's no getting around it. B.C., A.D., we date our calendars on his life. Uh, anyone that wants to deny that Christ existed, Jesus of Nazareth existed, is just, I mean, it's not even worth discussing it with him. It would be like arguing with somebody that you need air and water to live. It's just so obvious you should be able to get it. Jesus of Nazareth existed. He was crucified on a cross. His history and the Roman government and the history of the Roman government attest to this. History and Jewish uh, literature and Jewish history attest to this fact. The question is, how could someone so famous, how could someone so popular, how could someone so loved and hated at the same time just not be there. At the height of the Cold War, I don't know if you remember, but from time to time, you, you would see on television uh, the Russian uh, government parading their army through Red Square to show their military might. 
and a demonstration of what they were capable of doing. Uh, another thing I remember was uh, the marches they had on the anniversary of uh, Lenin's death, and people would come past Lenin's tomb and see Lenin laying there in a tomb with glass over the top of him so they could see the body. Folks, no such thing exists among Christians. No one comes to view the body of Christ. Yes, you can go visit the tomb, but he is not there. He is risen. And I want you to think in terms of this in a time and a space dimension. This is not ethereal and otherworldly. Uh, you're not being asked to believe things that are found, say, for instance, in the Bahavda Gita where Lord Krishna rode the great eagle from universe to universe. There's no way to get your hands around that. It doesn't have a time and space dimension. There's no time and space dimension to the mythology concerning Zor uh, or, or Zeus and Thor. Uh, mythology, uh, things like this don't have a time and space dimension. You can't get your hands on the evidence. But when it comes to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there is a time and space dimension. There is a date on this event. Yeah. 33 A.D. Historians, sacred and secular, attest to his ministry. They attest to his crucifixion. They attest to the fact that no one has ever found the body. That is evidence that has to be dealt with. Sometimes folks have the funniest ideas. They say, well, I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it, so it didn't happen. Folks, uh, every year we have President's Day. And uh, the celebrated presidents at one point, we used to have uh, Lincoln's birthday and we had Washington's birthday. And I guarantee you here, there, there's nobody in this room that is old enough to have been around when those men were presidents. But folks, we still believe it. Why? Because there's evidence of it. There is written evidence of it. There's historical evidence of it. There's oral tradition. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ is something that has evidence that could be brought into a court of law and the evidence would pass examination. There have been skeptics who have set out to disprove the resurrection and were converted to Christ as a result of what they found. Folks, the apostle Paul wasn't kidding in 1 Corinthians 15 when he said, if there's no resurrection, we're done. It's over with. Our faith is in vain. Go home and forget about it. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Folks, that has not been lost over the centuries yea, the millenniums, to the skeptics and the antagonists of Christianity. Some of them have set out to disprove the resurrection. I'll give you an example. Some years ago, a certain professor, Frank Morris of Cambridge University, along with a friend of his, set out to disprove the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When he got done studying, he became a Christian. And he concluded with this, quote, the resurrection is an actual event in history which has a time and space dimension and thus must be studied from an historical approach. What is he saying? He's saying there's evidence you can get your hands on. This isn't some story concocted about some ethereal uh, whoever that floated around wherever and you can't ever examine the evidence. He says you can examine the evidence. 
two professors at Oxford many years ago, a certain Gilbert West and Lord Littleton, decided that they would uh, deal Christianity its death blow all in one publication. West set out to prove that Saul of Tarsus was never converted and that he never became Paul the Apostle and his writings are a hoax. Littleton's assignment was to disprove the resurrection. They both went their separate ways, agreed to meet at a certain time when they were done, about a year later, and both of them were very sheepish about what they had found. Both of them during that time, separately and apart, had become Christians. They finally did write a book, but in the introduction of the book, the subtitle says, The Book That Refused to Be Written. And that book was the refuting of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you look at 1 Corinthians 15 once again, I want you to notice something that any lawyer in any court of law that was representing a client in any case would love to have. And if you look at verse 6, it's 500 witnesses. 500 witnesses. Now, we're not talking about 500 people that someone told someone who told someone who told someone and the, and the story just kind of spread. We're talking about 500 people at once that saw something. Now, I'm, I'm not a legal expert, but uh, I, I could just imagine a lawyer cross-examining one man that saw something that might, might be damaging, or at least said he saw something that might be damaging to his client's case, and I can see him examining him and cross-examining him and, 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 and trying to you know, show that this man can't remember the details, and maybe he, he, he honestly thinks he saw something or he's lying, but he really didn't. But 500 people at once? Someone once said you can fool some of the people all the time, but you can't fool all the people some of the time. You're not going to trick 500 people at once, folks. Any lawyer would like to have 500 eyewitnesses to the event that he's trying to prove happened. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Resurrection. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has brought us a message on a subject that separates Christianity from all the other religions in the world, and that is that Christ, unlike every other religious leader, has conquered death. He fulfilled every claim that he made when he rose again from the grave that Sunday morning. And the Lord Jesus Christ continues to this day to make a difference in people's lives. It may be as you listen today that you're uncertain about your own life and what your relationship is to Christ. If you don't know for sure if you were to die, whether or not you'd go to heaven, you can know. Christ died for you, and He is alive, and He offers eternal life. We would strongly encourage you to put your trust in Him today. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. 
We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.